Hey, everyone. Welcome to episode number 21 of Forever Strength. I'm Andrew Coates, and I am absent my co-host today. I am really sorry Bailey Lau wasn't able to make it to join us. Uh, but we have uh, guest Angela Gargano, who's a friend of mine. She's done my other podcast, the Live Free and Diet Hard podcast before. And uh, as you guys listening know, we try to bring on guests, uh, prominent women in the industry who are great authorities on hopefully you know specific topics. And Angela is a four-time American Ninja Warrior competitor, amongst other things. I got a little bit more of an intro. And you are big on the pull-up stuff. So I know that doing pull-ups, chin-ups is a really huge point of interest for women. And we'll talk more about this, but I think a lot of women, not all, but a lot of women think it's kind of an unreachable goal, whereas a lot of women would love to do it, or maybe they think they just it's too hard for them. But uh, just to run down a bit of stuff with you, um, and I'm pulling the old thing that I had for the other episode. Yeah, that's fine. Collegiate gymnast. Uh, you have a biochemistry degree. Uh, you are a winner of Miss Fitness America in 2016. Uh, you've been featured on uh, Women's Health, Oxygen Magazine. I had a presentation recently, and I was using Oxygen as an example, and I had the image of you on the cover, so that was super cool. That's so cool. Uh, Shape, Muscle and Fitness Magazine. So, you know, you've been featured in a lot of the industry's big publications, and what we're going to talk about, you founded the Pull-Up Revolution and Warrior Strong as part of your coaching brand. Uh, and the other one that was kind of cool is you had recovered from multiple ACL tears. One of them occurred on air on American Ninja Warrior, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. So it's great to have you on. So I actually really just want to dive into pull-ups. So we can go far afield on this one, but you know, let's start with what your thoughts are on maybe breaking down the myth that maybe some women believe that they just couldn't do them. Let's start there. Yeah. So I think that's a very common myth. And I think where it actually stems from, believe it or not, I was actually having a chat with David Ote about this. Um, it really does stem from when we were younger, you know, when we used to be in high school, it was actually middle school. We were do the national and presidential award. Do you remember that? That whole like physical fitness type test that you would do. And they would always tell the, the females, to do just the hang and they would tell the guys to do the pull-ups right mm -hmm. so i feel like already right there it's kind of like oh it's like so hard like it's like you're not gonna be able to do it like just hang so i feel like it starts kind of young with us thinking that we're not able to do it and not be able to do the movement now is it harder for females to do a lot of times yes a lot of times it is a lot harder for females to conquer their pull-up because with guys i feel like they already have a lot of that structure ready in their lats to kind of pull themselves up so it literally looks like this unobtainable goal. You literally look at that bar and sometimes you're like, how am I going to pull up my entire body weight and get myself up there? What's really cool about it is that it is possible. And that when you do get it, you realize that there is so much more possible for you and not just in a pull-up wise, right? It might inspire you to then do a kettlebell, like start working with kettlebells. That happened to one of my clients now. So when she loves doing kettlebells, she didn't have that confidence before to do that. But since she took the time, worked on the pull-up, and she really got through the frustration of it, which can be, it can be a frustrating process to finally get it. When she finally did obtain that goal, it was a game changer. But I do feel like a lot of this stems from that, you know, that root of when we were younger, kind of being told that we weren't strong enough. And that's so not true. And I suppose it's valid to point out that on average, women have more muscle in their lower bodies and a little less muscle in their upper bodies uh, I'll really, really emphasize on average compared to men, but I work with a lot of women who can do pull-ups, chin-ups, 
Um, and when, when we say one, we really say the other. I mean, technically speaking, the chin-up is the underhanded position, the pull-up is the overhand when we're being technical, but it's really the same concept. And uh, I work with a lot of women who've gotten their first chin-ups. Bailey's a great example. It was one of the things when she started training with me because she's my client in addition to being my partner in Forever Strength. And it was one of her key goals to be able to do chin-ups. So we worked on the chin-ups and she's gotten up to doing a few of those. And then she tackled the pull-ups. Now, you're big on, on pull-ups first. So why don't we go right into some of the, the important parts of getting women. I mean, anybody, this is, this could speak to anybody, but you know, tailored to women, how to get women to progress in to the point where they can successfully do chin-ups and pull-ups. Absolutely. Yeah. So I'm a little bit different. Like, as you said, I like to, for people to get the regular pull-up first because it is the harder one. Cause if you think about it, when you're doing a chin-up, your, your arms are, your palms are facing up. Right. And that's actually working more here, more of like your bicep, which is technically something we use like not every day, but, but more than like, than we would normally would be to, like, we're not really pulling things down ever in our day. Right. So think about when you pick up like a grocery bag and you curl it, right. You're kind of already using that muscle. So it's kind of, your, your brain kind of knows how to use it when it comes to like your lats. We don't use that every day. We're not like grabbing and pulling things down a lot of the time. So that's why I feel like it's hard for our brain to connect with that. And that's the first thing I like to tell females. A lot of times it's a mind body connection thing. You actually might be strong enough to do it right now, but there might just not be the neural pathways yet made to connect it. Like it's just not there yet. So it's just going to take some time to create that pathway. So uh, being a biochemist, like we said before, I mean, it's like science. It's like, here's science right here already coming into it. So we have to get your body to connect with that. So what do we have to do first? We got to practice hanging. We got to practice pulling. We got to make that a little bit more common. So our brain is kind of understanding it. So what I always tell people for step one is just hang on the bar, get on the bar and just hang on it. And hanging is great for so many things. It's not just great for pull-ups, right? It's great for your grip strength. It's also great to elongate and decompress the spine. There's a lot of stuff that's really great. So literally just hop on a bar and hang, hang, mess around, play around, just hang there. You'll notice that maybe you only hang for like maybe 10 seconds first. Maybe your arms like break out. That's okay. That's all right. Just go up there and hang. And eventually you'll get, be able to do hang more and more and more. And I always tell people the first step is, can you try and get to hang for like 30 seconds? If you can, if you can get to hang in 30 seconds, you're going to be more likely to be able to get your pull up. So I don't know. It, it seems like you had something you wanted to say in between that nope. now. I was only going to kind of double down on something. It's you get used to holding on to your body weight, the grip yes. strength to do it. And, you know, what you describe, it's, it's about learning it. It's, it's learning a motor skill, right? A lot of the time, it's literally developing the skill of doing something. If they already possess the physical strength and capacity, it's learning the skill. Mm -hmm. I also love the fact that this is like a skill to learn, right? So it's going to get you excited to come back into the gym. Maybe you're nervous and you don't know what to do to get started on your fitness journey. This is a great goal. Hop in, be like, I'm going to get a pull up. Like then you're going in there for a reason. That's not about aesthetics. It's not about like how I look. It's not about my weight. It's about, oh, I'm going to go in there and get this skill. And by you showing up over and over again, you will eventually get it. So anyways, love starting off with the hang. So I always tell people to, to hang on the bar. Then next step is honestly working on, you know, trying to get your lats to understand what it's going to do next. It's going to pull you up. Right. So I love working on the shoulder shrugs. So hanging shoulder shrugs. I also have different tips and tricks to do, you know, the lap pull down. The thing is 
what happens a lot of times when people are doing the lap pull down, which you can use a band for, or you can, you know, be in the gym and do it is I think that people are just kind of like cranking down and they're like, not really thinking about what they're using. So what I like to tell people is when you're working on the shoulder shrug and the lap pull down is to think, I know it sounds so crazy, but think about what you're actually trying to, to use there, which you're really trying to use the lat, which is like, again, we're trying to wake that up and get that pathway in there. So instead of just like moving it down aimlessly and not really thinking about it, holding it down there and really thinking, okay, cool. That's where I feel. Okay. Awesome. All right. Coming back up. So really thinking about that movement, because that's going to help you with getting the pull up. So again, trying to connect that mind and body, it's more than just like, let me just pull down something. <laughs> what are some of the other things that you like? I mean, you, we, we often see you know, your assisted chin-up machine, which I am partial to. I mean, not everything's perfect, but I am partial to it to a point. Um, pull-downs, again, and I'm going to make a point about pull-downs and and um, and assisted machines. They don't necessarily train the same exact movement pattern. I think they're actually quite good for training and building muscle. And I don't think that they actually hurt. I think they develop strength of that that general movement pattern. But oftentimes the pattern is altered because A, you're not in a free dead hang on the assisted machine. You're just not. And for pull downs, you're often leaning back a bit more. So it's actually a slightly different path. So what are your preferred ways of actually getting people strong at the exact skill and motor pattern of pull-ups? Yeah. So like I said, I do like, I mean, if I, when I'm doing the lap pull down with people, I'm not having them lean back. I'm having them underneath the bar. And again, really like you're simulating the motion. You could also even just take a broom or like a stick. A lot of people use you stick for mobility. I have them hold it over their head. And the first thing I tell them to do is to pretend like they're going to break it in half. So pretend like they're going to break it, like break that bar in half that will activate everything and then pull down. Cause that's an, first of all, great cue. If anyone's listening to this, like write that down, put it somewhere. Think about breaking the bar. It sounds crazy. If you break the bar, like you're amazing. You're not actually going to break it. Um, try and break it in half. That's going to help you. To, that's a great cue to try and help you get your um, your elbows down and to actually, you know, get up for the pull-up. Um, another thing, like you said, with the assisted machines, I'm not a fan of the assisted pull-up bands and I'm not a fan of the machine. I do think it's a great tool. So I don't like we do use it when I do my programming. It's like you said, using it properly for whatever you're trying to do, which is if you're trying to get the pull up, you need to get off the band. So if you're dependent on it, if you're putting a band that's going to just fling you up there, you're not going to get anywhere. You need to use a band that is going to challenge you. So you should be working. So if you're using a band that's just flinging you up, that's not going to do anything. You want to use one that you're not cranking out 20 reps with, that you're maybe only getting to five or six reps with, but again, you're actually feeling the motion of the band. Also knowing that the band helps you with the hardest and so same the assisted pull-up machine helps you with the hardest part of the pull-up, which is the bottom, that bottom piece, it's flinging you up. And if you think about it, a lot of people, if you see in my videos of my before and after pull-ups, where are they stuck? They're legitimately stuck at the bottom. They actually might be able to do the second piece of the, of the pull-up, like no problem. It's that bottom piece of like going from this like shrug to pull, like you, they are not doing that. And if you think about it, those are most of the people who have said, I've been doing this on the pull-up band for a very long time and I get off of it and I'm hanging, I'm doing nothing. Nothing is happening. So knowing when you're going to utilize the tool of the assisted pull-up machine or the band that I make, I make my clients shrug first. Like I make them think about it and then pull. So I make them really think about activating their lats before they actually pull up instead of just like, again, allowing themselves to pull up. So I think it's like a lot of these articles out there 
they have good intention by saying use the assisted ban, but I just wish they went into more emphasis on what you could do to utilize and actually make that tool work for you instead of it working against you. <laughs> so what are your favorite ways to work on the hardest part? The hardest part would be the shoulder shrugs, um, the shrug, um, the assisted light assisted shrug quarter pull-ups. You don't go all the way up. It's literally right. just the bottom shrug a quarter. Um, ISO hold. So just holding. So I literally will have people not holding like halfway. Cause I mean, again, a lot of times people are pretty strong halfway. I'll have them hold at that piece that they're stuck at. So they'll try to pull up. They get stuck uh, like at the a fourth of the, I call them a fourth of the way pull-ups. I have them hold that a fourth position for as long as they can. Maybe it's only three seconds. Maybe it's only four seconds. Right. But then every week we try and, okay, cool. Can you hold that now for five seconds? Can you hold it for eight seconds? And you're going to slowly start to get the strength of the pull-up. And then the last one is obviously eccentric or negative pull-ups. That's where you start, start the top of the pull-up and you go all the way down. But same thing here. People do not say this in enough articles, making sure you're not dropping at the bottom. Like a lot of times you'll see people just, I had my client yesterday. I, I have a client from Thailand right now and she did her eccentric and she, I, I watched her do it and she just dropped at the bottom. And I was like, okay, no, 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 no. I was like, what I want you to do is I want you to go slow, slow, slow. I was like, once you get to the bottom and you, it's going to be hard because you don't have the strength that and you want to drop. Put your foot on the ground or put your foot on a chair and slowly lower yourself down until your arms are straight. Because again, we want to strengthen that bottom piece of the pull-up. So all these like teeny little, I don't, I don't want to call them mistakes. I guess like teeny little mistakes that you might be making that could really help impact you getting your pull-up faster um, is a lot of those things that we just talked about. Yep. I've seen this a lot with people. I love eccentric pull-ups. And yep, there is this instinct. I think people sort of almost almost exaggerate the top motion too much and then there's nothing left and so they just plummet at the end uh so it's absolutely it's coaching people to really control that last little bit of range of motion which again a lot it's like i go into all these articles i'm seeing online this is why i have my pull-up program and i get a little frustrated because it's like okay i see the same basic moves okay so it's a pull-up eccentric whatever but they're not going into like the real detail that is needed to help them actually get there because I've seen so many people jump on that bar, try that eccentric and they drop down and they're scared now because that's, you know, they didn't have the strength to lower themselves down. They just drop and that's scary. Like that could be super scary. So I just wish that some of these um, articles and things had more detail. I try and be that person to put that detail in there. Like, watch this, make sure you do it like this instead. What <laughs> else matters, right? Um, I And I've talked to you a little bit before about my friend, Megan Calloway. And Megan's the other person in our space who is really branded around this stuff. And I mean, it's, it's almost fair to point out, like, you are like a little pixie of a human being who has a gymnastics background, right? And so like, you're also kind of like genetically gifted to excel at these things. And Megan is a bit taller, but she is an absolutely like tiny framed, lean ripped human being. Or even you get Susan Niebergall, who is a previous guest. And here's Susan at 60 years old doing weighted chin-ups. Susan is also credit. She is diced. So, you know, you guys certainly have some advantages. That's true. But uh, any, any, you want to speak to that a little bit? And then I know Megan also talks a lot about core strength. So. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So like, first of all, kind of what you're leaning into is a little bit like, can you maybe be too heavy to do your pull up? And that's a big, I get that question all the time. I put a TikTok up about that and it blew up. I was like, are you too heavy to get your pull up? Everyone's like, oh my God. So I don't believe that you're too heavy. Like you can be too heavy to do your pull up. You've seen 
massive people be, being able to do the pull up. It's just really comes down to, again, that mind body connection. So I don't really think that weight matters. If you're thinking about like, if I lose a couple more pounds, it'd be easier for me to pull myself up. It's like, actually not really, because if you don't have the mind body connection to pull with your lat, you're, you, no matter what weight you are, you're not gonna be able to pull yourself up. So it doesn't have to do with your weight, which I think is really important for you to know. Yes. The pull up, what's really even way more awesome about it is it is a full body movement. So it's not just about your arms. It's not just about your lats. Core strength is a, it's a factor and your glutes. Cause you want to make sure that you're squeezing your glutes and your glutes nice and tight. Cause it's all connected your core. It's connected to your glutes. Everything is connected. So what's awesome about when I do everything in my pull-up program is it's when people come in, they just think they're going to be doing pull-ups. And I always tell them, Oh no, like you're not just doing pull-ups. Like we're going to get you a stronger core. We're going to focus on your legs. It is everything packaged into one. Um, so you are needing to make sure that your entire body is strong for your pull-up. And again, that's, what's so cool about it. You can work towards your pull-up while working your entire body. And that's going to be a game changer. I've already had the woman that I'm working with now from Thailand. She was having massive back pain when I did an eval with her, her hips were extremely tight. Like I'm like, all right, we got to like work on some of this too. She's already said from working on the pull-up program and working on all these different things, her back pain is like now going away. Her hips are feeling better. It's really cool to see that it's not just helping with just the pull-up. It's helping with other things as well. Funny how getting stronger tends to, I mean, I got to be careful how I say this, but you know, across my career, a lot of people who come in and sit down with me first time, there's always some sort of ache or pain or old injury or nagging thing. Now, that's usually different than the thing like, hey, yeah, I have an old torn ACL. But I've noticed that you just getting people to move well, and there's arguments over technique and form and what have you. And I think that some of that stuff gets a little out of control and pedantic on the internet. We said that, yeah. <laughs> and, but uh, I think when you teach people how to move well, and they feel good and confident with their form and it doesn't aggravate their injuries and they get stronger. They just tend not to feel as much of that pain or sometimes just that pain just doesn't come back unless they stop working out. It's almost kind of like a drug where you get a little bit of a fix of it. Exercise is like that because if you do it, Hey, shit feels better. You take it away. You feel worse. It's almost like withdrawal in a weird analogy, but it's kind of true. Oh, it's true. I literally was, I went somewhere today to get something, uh, fixed in my back. And it was literally like, he was like, so have you been just like working out too much? I'm like, no, I literally, it's because I was moving less than I normally am. <laughs> I was like, oh, like, <laughs> so like, I think movement is movement is such a game changer in so many different ways. And yeah. And again, knowing that working towards your pull-up again, it's not just about the pull-up. There's going to be so much more that comes with that. What I've also seen about the pull-up is once again, once they conquer it, the amount of confidence they get is amazing like it's just this burst of confidence and it's in their life it's in again movements there's so much that comes from it so if you're like listening to this and you're really just feeling like oh man like i'm just not excited about working out i'm not excited about fitness right now set yourself a goal like this like hey i'm gonna get my pull up first pull up and hey you know what you might just come out with like five happens all the time like it's like they come in with a goal of one now all of a sudden they're like doing five now they're doing 10 or liz Flosser again is like i think she like did like 12 the other day it's like absolutely incredible what can happen i do not believe there is a more significant and exciting goal to that i've seen achieved than when women do their first chin up or pull up right it is just it's it's off the charts in terms of how just meaningful and motivating that can be the videos i have of before and after pull-ups 
are insane. I'm actually like trying to do, I'm actually might be doing something with the Today Show um, with that, but yeah, which would be really cool. Cause I have so, I've literally, I mean, I've helped over 500 women get their first, first pull up, not just pull, like their first pull up. And I have so many videos of them just on the bar, like shaking and nothing's happening. And then them just going up. And normally you hear them in the background yelling. They're like two. <laughs> oh, Becky, Becky, who was at the, did you see Becky who came to the summit that I met you at? She got, she did my program. She went from zero to two. And at the end of it, you hear her just screaming two. <laughs> screaming. Those moments are special. I've got an old. So special. Uh, I've got an it old means so much. Cool. Sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. I've got an old client, Alyssa, and just one day she tried her first one ever. She'd been working with me on and off for quite a while. And Alyssa was actually kind of known for glutes, right? So she had like the people, everybody freaked out about her glutes, her booty, right? And I'm uncomfortable even like sort of saying that, but just to give you an idea, she's like more pear shaped and lower body heavy. But this first day that she gets her first chin up ever, oh boy, just the excitement on the video. She's just radiant. So it's a cool feeling. So anybody who's listening, who's done it kind of knows that anybody who's craving this sort of thing, like you said, I think it's actually a really cool goal to set for yourself. Absolutely. I, I couldn't agree more. Um, go work on that pull up. If it's something, a goal that you have and know that it is possible. Um, even when you're on there and you're frustrated and it's just going to be like anything that you're trying to achieve in life, right? You're going to have the days where you hop up there and you feel pretty good and confident about it. And then you're going to have a day or two later where you're like, why the hell can't I do anything? Like, why is this not working? And the trick there when that starts to happen with anything in life is you have to keep going. You have to keep going, especially when it's like, I want to give up and I don't want to do this. I've also had people who were wanting to give up because they just like, oh, and then had major breakthroughs just because they kept going and stayed consistent. And again, that's with anything in life. That's literally can be a pull up. That can be social media, right? That can be anything. It's like literally just got to stay consistent. You got to keep showing up and you will be able to get it. And you got to show up on those hard days, those days that you're like, ah. <laughs> So I'm for anybody who's interested in or familiar with American Ninja Warrior, what was that like? I mean, you were on there so much. I had to ask you about that. Then after yeah. that, I want you to tell people about where they can find out more about you and your pull-up program, because someone listening might be like, hey, I really want to try that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So American Ninja Warrior. So I was on there four times. Um, the first time I got on the show, it was a complete accident. Um, someone told me to put in a video and... I didn't want to put in the video because I was like, I don't know anything about this show. My friend was trying to submit for it. And I was just like, oh, like, I don't want to get a step on our toes. I put it in. I, I accidentally got on the show, went on, fell in love with the sport. And then I started like training these different leagues that I was finding and things like that. And I think what was really cool about training for American Ninja Warrior was that I came from the fitness competition world where we had to care about what we looked like. And we had, you know, you're on stage and you're showing your body and stuff like that. And to shift to, it doesn't matter what the hell you look like. Can you get through that obstacle? Um, that was a big shift for me mindset wise. So I think what's really cool about it was seeing what I could do, like what my body could do. And a lot of times, just like we were talking about with the pull-up, there, there'd be obstacles. I'd come in and I'd try at some of these gyms and I would suck at them. Like I would literally not be able to get to them at all. And they keep them up for like a month. And then by the end of the month, because I kept showing up, I would be able to finally get through them and learn a technique and figure out how to use my body. Um, being on the show, completely unreal. Like it's the coolest thing in the entire world. What I love more is more than anything is the community. Like everybody just wants you to succeed. Everyone just wants somebody to get through the obstacle course. Cause it's like the obstacle course is kind of like that thing that's holding everyone together. Like we just want somebody to get through it. Um, but I definitely feel like 
when I'm on there and I'm on that course, it's like nothing else matters. And it really allows me to appreciate my body. Um, especially after tearing my ACL on the show and then coming back, I came back seven months later from an ACL tear, which is like, not, you're not supposed to do that probably. Um, but I did it anyway. Um, came back on the show and it just, when I came back from that injury, I just was so thankful for my body. I'm like, this is cool. Like flying through the air, like, you know, hearing the crowd screaming your name as you're going, um, the adrenaline pump. I mean, there's just so much, something that's so special about that show. That is cool. I mean, just not just once, but four actual times. So if anybody listening is not familiar with it, well, just Google it. Go watch yeah, Google it. I was going to do it this year, but I, I didn't. I decided I said no just this year. So. Probably like, is there a YouTube video of you on American Ninja Warrior? Does that exist? Oh, yeah, it's somewhere. If you, if you Google my name, you'll be able to see you'll be able to see my full run. You'll be able to see me tear my ACL. You'll be able to see me Ooh. come back the next year. Rip, I put my brace on it, like ripped it off dramatically. After I did that, it was so funny. I did that. I ripped the the, the brace off dramatically. And I was just like, I really hope that I don't like fall in this first obstacle. <laughs> well, anybody wants to check that out, quick Google search. Where do they find out more details about you and your pull-up program? Yeah, absolutely. So um, you can message me um, at Angela underscore Gargano. And to find the pull-up program, the best thing to do is go to pulluprevolution.com. So www.pulluprevolution.com. That's what it's called, Pull-Up Revolution. I want to revolutionize the way you feel about your body. Um, and all the pull-up, not only are there pull-up programs on, my pull-up programs are on there. Um, it actually won an award by Women's Health, um, which is really cool. So it's gotten a, it's an award-winning program. Um, I got my 14 day and 30 day one on there as well as there's a ton. I put a ton of resources on there. So there's like blog articles on like lots of questions that I've gotten and things like that. So I wanted to create that page so that you, there's education too on there as well for you to have resources. So there's lots of resources on that page also. No good. Just complain about what's wrong with the other articles. You've got to turn around and put out better information, right? Oh yeah. I was like, I'm going to like, I, I mean, I literally message these people all the time. Like, I'm like, can we make another article? I have this idea and they just never get back to me. I'm like, just like you said, and same thing with the pull-up program. I kept pitching it to somebody. Nobody was taking it. And I'm like, you know what, whatever, I'm just going to do it. And I'm so glad I did. So good. All right. Uh, last thing, tell people where they can find you on social media. Um, yeah. So it's just at Angela underscore Gargano. And if you want to look for the pull-up stuff, it's at pull-up revolution. I have the Instagram okay. for that. So, yes, I realize I uh, asked you that twice. I'm sorry. That's that. okay. That's all right. As for websites and uh, Instagram. But Angela, thank you. This has been wonderful. I really hope everybody will go and follow what you're doing. At the very least, start with social media. If you want to do the deeper dive, we've got that there for you. And uh, this may not be something that you're ready to embrace right now, but I hope all that we talked about might challenge your belief that maybe you can't do it but anyway so go have these resources available to you and you may at a future date decide wait a minute this is really something i want to do and those resources are there and angela send her a message and she'll help you right yes and always you can always send me a message after you've listened to this podcast i love that if there's something that resonated with you um make sure you send me a message i love getting those <laughs> wonderful Anyway, thanks to everybody for tuning in again. We appreciate you. Again, I'm sorry that Bailey couldn't make it today. She'll be back next week if everything goes according to plan. Angela, thank you for coming on and sharing your experience and uh, expertise. So everybody go follow Angela and take care.